0: i have found his grace is all complete he supplieth every need well i sit and learn at jesus feet i am free yes free indeed it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory Full of glory, it is joy unspeakable And full of glory, and the half has never yet been told I have found the pleasure I once craved It is joy and peace within What a wondrous blessing, I am saved from the awful gulf of sin it is joy unspeakable and full of glory full of glory full of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory and the half has never yet been told i have found the no bright and clear Living in the realm of grace Oh, the Savior's presence is so near I can see His smiling face It is joy unspeakable and full of glory Full of glory of glory it is joy unspeakable and full of glory and the hat has never yet been told i have found the joy no tongue can tell how its waves of glory roll it is like a great overflowing well springing up with Holy. It is joy, speakable and full of glory, full of glory, full of glory. It is joy, speakable and full of glory. And I have has never yet been. Let's sing it again, church. It is joy, unspeakable and full of glory, full of Glory, full love, glory, it is joy, unspeakable, and full of glory, and the have has never yet been known. Oh yes, he's wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me, well he's counselor, he's prince of peace, mighty God is he, saving me, keeping me, from all sin and shame. He's wonderful, He's my Redeemer, praise His name. Oh yes, He's wonderful, wonderful, Jesus says to me. Well, He's Counselor, He's Prince of Peace, Mighty God is He. Saving me, keeping me from all sin and shame. He's wonderful, He's my Redeemer, praise his name. has been so good I can't complain and when I'm down God gives me strength to rise again when I'm weary from the struggle of it all then I listen how I listen for his call Heaven's
1: sounding sweet All the time It seems like lately really, It's always on my mind, mind. And someday Ooh. I'm gonna leave this world behind Heaven's sounding sweet
0: so hard to lose a loved one to the grave but i know we have this hope that jesus gave for my god will wipe the tears from our eyes when we meet him in our hearts on the sky. Heaven sounding sweeter all the time. It seems like lately it's always on my mind. And
1: some days Here's heaven sounding sweet all the time. the depths of the sea of God's forgetfulness we as the from west far away from all power and principalities
0: my sins are in the depths of the sea Gone are the shackles, gone are the stains, I'm free from the bondage, well I'm free from those chains, my sins were separated as darkness from dawn,
1: praise God I'm forgiven, my sins are all gone. In the depths of the sea of God's forgetfulness, removed as the is from west Far away from all power and principalities My sins are in the depths of the sea
0: Gone are the shackles, gone are the stains, I'm free from that bondage, well, I'm free from those chains, my sins were separated as darkness from dawn,
1: praise God, I'm forgiven my sins Ah
2: you be saved without you hear the word of God so I'm glad that I heard the word of God whenever whenever I was a little boy I didn't enjoy sin because I'd heard the word of God at a young age never left me whenever I was Whenever I was 27 years old, I found Jesus as my personal Savior. But all those years, the time I was 7 or 8 years old, I didn't enjoy sin because I knew I was wrong. And by and by, I listened to the Word of God. All of you that saved today, you had to listen somewheres to the Word of God. I thank God for you today, because try your best to get along with one another. If you live a million years with somebody, you'll be used to them, won't you? See we're just a short time here. Sometimes we don't get along with people. You ought to work at that, because if you live a million years with them, their old hat to you. I thank God that Christ renews you every day of your life. I wake up in the mornings, it's like a new day to me. And I thank God because Christ lives within me.
1: I came here this morning wanting a touch from the Lord, and I thought of this song. I also came here expecting God to move Well, I came here expecting God to move I came here expecting God to move With mighty wonders wonders as he promised he would do As the saints uplift his name The spirit falls like rain Yes, I I came came here expecting God to move move. Oh, I said now I came here expecting God to move move. As the saints uplift his name, the Spirit falls like rain. Yes, I came here expecting God to move. When the saints begin to pray a fervent prayer in Jesus' name, you'll know without a doubt he's gonna move. Two or three and three, three, count the work as done. Well, I came here expecting God to move expecting God, God I came here expecting God, move with mighty wonders as he promised he would do. As the saints uplift his name, the spirit is lost like rain, yes I came here expecting God to move. Now when the choir began to sing, they make the bells of heavens ring, you'll know without a doubt he's gonna move. When the singers sing of grace, they know Has been erased, or they have come expecting God to move I came here expecting God to move move. with mighty wonders, as He promised He would do, as the saints uplift His. the Word of God He does embrace. You'll well, know without it. a doubt He's gonna move. When the word cuts like a sword, when hungry hearts just cry for more. For they have come expecting God to move. Well, I came here expecting God. I came here expecting God. Move with mighty wonders as He promised He would do. As saints of the expecting God to move. Oh, I said, yes, I came here expecting God to move. I came here expecting God to move. With mighty wonders as He promised He would do. As the saints uplift His name, the Spirit falls like rain. Yes, I came here expecting God to move. As the worship of His name, the Spirit falls like rain. Yes, I came here expecting God to move. and down.
2: for the offering God bless you once again you gave just right we don't never pass the plates around the second time because we know that you'll give just right when it comes by I thank you for it because I don't think I read in the Bible where it says God's children never begs for bread. They don't have to because we're not a church that begs for anything. We would beg Jesus if we needed to. But uh, I'm going to preach now. So, singers... (laughs) I, do you enjoy the singers at this church? Praise God. You enjoy the singing and endear the preaching. So, <clears throat> from time to time, I think that our singing is great, but then I realize god sent all of them here and uh i appreciate that but most of them is homegrown i remember when duran duran is one of our best singers i remember when he couldn't hardly carry a note (laughs) But he worked at it and he became, his father was a singer many years ago. He's still a singer, but I'd have to say his son can beat him. (laughs) I say that gracefully. I'd say that to him, looking right at him. But uh, Duran had a lot of, teaching coming up about singing because he went to a church he was like I believe he was around 16 or 17 when he started coming the full gospel but Independence Day 17 and 76 we won our independence from England and uh They fought him after that for a while. But that's when we got independent. We got independent where we can depend upon Jesus Christ. You're not as independent as you think you are because everybody that loves Jesus depends upon Him. Because I was going to speak to you today about the law. Do you know? Praise God, (laughs) Wadi. Those huff boys married in, in my family. And I love them. I love them like my own sons. I've got three sons here today. I love them dearly. And I love the Huff boys. I believe equal with them. I've told Duran many times, you're just like my son. And I remember one time, him and Sam was snowball fighting and they broke out a window and the head trustee chewed me out properly. He said are you going to make those boys replace that uh, window pane?" and I said no I'm going to replace it myself. I said I'm not even going to say anything to them about it and I didn't mention it to them They were throwing snowballs, and one of them had a gravel in it, I think. Busted the window out, window. Window light out. But I didn't say anything to them, because see, if you say, if you scold a kid, can you remember back when somebody scolded you it's fresh in your mind most all the time like it was yesterday see I don't scold little children I might holler at them but I don't scold them (laughs) but uh, I think children are to have a free hand in serving God but I wanted to say about How serious. Do you believe that the Ten Commandments faded out when Jesus came? They didn't fade out. Every one of them that's written, you still have more responsibility after Christ came than you did before he came. Because he said to a man, if you look upon a woman and lust after her, you've committed adultery in your own heart. I want to read to you in Deuteronomy a little bit, 30th chapter. Deuteronomy. And I want you, I'm going to call up four people here after a while before I get done. And uh, I believe that Christ has commanded us to do a lot of things. The law of nature, the law of gravity, everything's got a law about it. You realize that? Only in Montana do they not have a speed limit on the expressways. Montana there's no speed limit. But if you drive past 55 or 65 in Ohio, you're subject to get a ticket on the expressways. There's a law that says, and that's why, see, a lot of people think grace excuses you, excuses you from serving God because you can just get forgiven of anything sometimes I know you I know that you have sinned some of you have sinned since you got saved sometimes it's not easy to get forgiveness for it is that correct you pray and you keep talking about it talking to God about it and from time to time You cannot hardly get that off of your mind. See, a lot of times, we say the wrong things, we do the wrong things. I don't know. I'm quoting Jim. I don't walk on water yet. (laughs) Neither do you. Quote, unquote, Jim. (laughs) I tease Jim quite a bit. He teases me also. But we're not holy enough to walk on water yet. Peter couldn't even walk on water. He took a couple of steps and he began to sink. But uh, that's why that we need grace. What we need grace about is forgiveness. God's got loads of Grace. And I thank him. Jenny, I hugged you this morning because I know that I love you. You're my granddaughter. And I was so worried about you at one time. I called your parents in the middle of the night. And I said, go get her, wherever she's at. Go get her. And they took off right after that to hunt you down because I had an uneasiness about me concerning you. I was uneasy about you. See, a lot of times, God wakes me up in the midnight hours to pray for one of my grandkids. See, we're not going to make it if we don't bottle up prayers. And I'm trying my best to bottle up prayers for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. I want them all to make it to heaven. And uh, God has given me a quiver full of them. (laughs) 22 grandkids and 18 great-grandkids. And I don't know if there's any on the way yet or not. I haven't checked with her parents yet. With the moms. Uh, I want to read some of this in the 30th chapter of Deuteronomy. I want to start at verse 3. That then the Lord your God will turn your captivity and have compassion upon you And we'll return and gather you from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. See, they think the devil scattered the children of of Israel. God said he had scattered them. A lot of times we lay things on the devil that's from God. And a lot of times we lay things on God that's from us. See, we can do better if we want to. We'll take it out on God and take it out on the devil that we don't come to church real regularly. I just throw that in there. And if and any of you be driven out to the utmost parts of heaven, from there will the Lord your God gather you, and from there will he bring you, and the Lord your God will bring you into the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it, and he will do you good and multiply you above your fathers. See, I've got that promise to my grandkids, and my great-grandkids. He's going to present them and they're going to have more glory than I've ever saw in my lifetime. If we hold faithful, if the parents and the children that we've raised hold faithful to Jesus Christ. I know Amber, David, and little Tim, and Scott all found Jesus in 204, I believe. All of them found Christ in 204. And God's working on some of the other grandkids also to get them in. But I'm realizing today that if you don't serve God, what's left? If you don't serve Jesus Christ, if not me, who? If not now, when? See, ask yourself, if it's not me, who is it then? God is going to have a people. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it, God's going to have a people. And the way is broad and wide that leads to destruction. The way is straight and narrow that leads to life everlasting. And the Bible says few there'll be that enter in. I've said before and I'll say again. If my grandkids, great grandkids don't make it to heaven, they'd have been better off if they'd never been born. That's hard to say, but it's true. Jesus said about Judas, he'd have been better off if he'd never been born. I want to drop down to verse 11 in the 30th chapter, Deuteronomy. For this commandment which I commanded you this day, it is not hidden from you, neither it is far away listen to this scripture I just found this this past week I didn't know this scripture read this way it is not in heaven that you should say who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near to you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Where is that at in the Bible? Romans 10... Ten, nine, 9, or ten, ten. See, I have set before you this day life and good and death and evil. In that I command you this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statute, and his judgments that you may live and multiply and the Lord your God shall bless you in the land where you go to possess it. But if your heart Turn away so that you will not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them. I denounce to you this day that you shall surely perish and that yours sh- and that you shall not prolong your days upon the land where you pass over Jordan to go to the possess it. And I call Heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore choose you life that both you and your seed may live. That you may love the Lord your God and that you may obey his voice. That you may cling to him for he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. I want to go now to, uh, over to Romans, uh, and I want to prove to you that you would not have known sin without you had some kind of a law. What shall we say? Uh, Romans 7, 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had known, for I had known lust, except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. That's, Romans 7, 7. Last part of verse 8. For without the law, sin was dead. God has a law that Jesus made the law even more pertinent than it was before he came and died. Because he said in uh, Matthew I think it was. The commandments hangs on Matthew 22, 34 through 40. said, uh, the law hangs on these two commandments. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind, and love thy neighbor as thyself. He said, all the commandments hangs on these two because we have to love one another. We have to love God, first of all. Amen. You can't love your neighbor if you don't love God. Amen. You can lust after them or uh, take him for what you can get from him. if you don't know Christ. Yeah. You can be friends to them, befriend them. But you can't really love without God loving you. Yeah. Verse 7 Uh, Chapter 7, verse 9, For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandments came, sin revived, and I died. Romans 3, verse 20, Therefore my deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Romans chapter 4 verse 15. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Sin and law and grace. Jesus Christ was tougher on sin after he died. Then the old Bible was tough on sin. But what God does, I wrote down, Jesus gave you something inside to keep obeying him. He gave you the spirit of God. That's why that we have hope now where they didn't have hope at that time. Because God, I'm going to go to Psalms chapter 103. 107. Now I want those people that I asked to come up here to come up here now. You know who I asked to come up here. I want you over here. <laughs> I'm going to name you Sin.
1: Great. That's terrible.
2: <laughs> I'm going to name you Law. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to name you Grace. And you're the captain of the grace. That's Jesus himself. I want to I want to give you an example here. We'll take out law. Go sit down. Now you don't know sin without the law. You're a sinner You sit down. Grace, you can't do your work if you have nobody to work with. You don't have the law and you don't have the center. You can't do your work. You can go sit down. Ken, we don't need you. If we don't know anything about sin, we don't need you to save us so you go sit out. <laughs> see number one without the law you wouldn't know what sin was really about see god give us this book and he didn't just put the ten commandments in it he's got commands all over the book if you do this and then I'll do this for you. If you do this, I'll do this. If you sin against me, I'll cast you out. If you keep on doing it. You read this morning, Ken, where nobody, nobody's been perfect except Jesus Christ. The Bible says, be you perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. That means work at it. Work be you as best that you possibly can. Because God gave grace to straighten us out. See, God knew when Adam and Eve fell so quickly, they just got one temptation from Satan and they both wallowed in the marrow. See, God knew from the start that he had to send his son because we need grace to get to heaven. You can't get to heaven. I didn't, I didn't discard the Savior, but uh, he's discarded the sin out of our life because we can keep going to him and keep getting forgiveness. In the old Bible, They didn't have anything inside of them to keep them. I want to read you the 107th Psalm. I want to read it all to you. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endears forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of his enemies. This is the old Bible now talking, talking to you. And gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. All God's children are looking for a city. The, silver, the city that's built by God he's already got it finished I believe he's already got it finished we're seeking a city where the builder and maker's God they wandered in the wilderness in solitary way they found no city to dwell in hungry and thirsty their soul fainted within them and they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distress I want you to Notice how many times that they cried unto the Lord in this chapter. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. I want you to notice how many times he said that in this chapter. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness such as set in darkness and in the shadow of death being bound and afflicted and in arms because they rebelled against the word of god and contemned the counsel of the most high therefore he brought them brought them down their hearts with labor they fell down and there was none to help then they cried unto the lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. That's the second time he said that. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their bands asunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he he has broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron asunder. Fools, because of their transgression, and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorbs all the manner of meats, and they draw near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of all their distress. He sent his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. Did you know that God sends his word to heal you? Sometimes, have you ever gotten better and you didn't even pray about it? Have you ever decided that I wasn't sick in the first place? See, last night, I don't want to brag on my sicknesses, but last night... My left ankle hurt me so bad, I thought I was having a stroke in my left leg. Because it was like a knife sticking in me. And I didn't, I just said, Jesus, help. I actually said, what's wrong with my leg? First thing I said. And then I shuck it a little bit. And I said, Jesus, help me. So the pain went away immediately. He sent his word and healed me last night. Every time I get better, whenever I'm sick, I give God thanks. How about you? See, people likes to run to the doctors and give them thanks. I give the great physician thanks first. Because he's my savior and he's my Lord and he's my healer. And he's the one that I trust in. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distress. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them that sacrifice, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, declare his works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships, that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth his, he commands and raises the storm winds, which lifts up the waves, they're up. Some people says that the devil only can bring storms. They mount up to the heavens. They go down against the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunk man and are of their wits in. Then they cry, to the Lord in their troubles, and he brings them out of their distress. He makes the storm to calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad, because they be quit, so he brings them to their desired heaven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Then let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people, and praise him in the assembly of the elders. Let's stand up and give God praise. Jesus, we thank you this day. God, for all of your benefits. Psalms 103 said, Forget not all of thy benefits, Jesus. We remember Jesus that we're blessed by your presence. We remember Jesus to teach our children and our little children, God, about Jesus Christ and the maker of all things. God, let us not forget. If we forget the love of God, let our tongues cleave to our mouth, God, and we can't speak, God. Lift us up, Jesus, by your presence, God. Help us, Jesus to be faithful in a few things that we might be ruler as Brother Carl said. We're going to rule cities, God. Help us, Jesus, to be worthy of your presence. God, touch us and lift us up, Jesus. Help every person that's here to church today, God, lift them up, Jesus. Let them think about how their forefathers suffered to bring us into this goodly place. God, you never spoke about the United States. I can't find it in the old Bible. But Jesus, you brought us into a place, God, where there's flowing with milk and honey. And Jesus, I praise you and I thank you, God, for every person, God, that you brought to this country, Jesus, and showed them your works god we can see your works every time we look i thank you jesus for our forefathers that came from england and from spain and god and made a way for us god they suffered much i've been reading about history god and i know that they've suffered much for us to have a a free country god where we can worship you and honor you in all of our ways. God, touch this body of people, God. Help them to be thankful, Jesus, because we could live in other countries, God, that's less than this country. But Jesus, we were born here and lifted up by your presence, God, and put in a godly, goodly place, God, where we can rejoice and be thankful. For all of your helps, God. It's not by accident that we're here. It's on purpose, Jesus. You looked down. The corridors of time, God, and saw us. God, hungry, thirsty for you. And I thank you, Jesus, that you've drawn us nigh to thee and made us hungry to hear your word, God, and to live out our lives, God, under the presence of of Almighty God, under Jesus Christ, our blessed Savior. We thank you, Jesus, for this body of people. God, touch them. Make them thankful, God. Put thanksgiving within their heart. God, help us to never complain again about the food or about what we have, God. Because you brought us into a godly, goodly place, God, where it's not just... Onions and garlic. But Jesus, you brought us into a place with milk and honey. And I praise you, Jesus, and I thank you, God. I ask your forgiveness for the like of us not praising you in this country, God. I ask you, Jesus, today to touch our president and touch all of those. God that surrounds him, God that's in authority. Lift them up, Jesus, and help them to pray and seek your face like our forefathers did during George Washington's time and Abraham Lincoln, God, and them, that God, that served you and loved you. I thank you, God. I believe our president is a Christian man. I'm asking you, God, to put the words in his heart, to put the words in his mind, Help him to not to give away Israel's land. God, touch him. Wake him up before it's too late. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I know this, this group of people, I think most of you are Christians. I know you understand that we're in a blessed country. In the middle of Jerusalem, the middle of three words is USA. I believe, I believe, Marshall, this was a wilderness they sent. I know that Israel A lot of Israelites, Jewish people has dwelled in America. They've got as many Jews in America than they have in Israel right now. They've got more, I think. So God prepared a place for his children. You know what? This country, can I brag on the country a little bit? I know it's, I know it's, it needs help, but I'm asking God to help it. But our country has supplied more missionaries than all the other countries. God sent us here to work for Him. We are born for this time. That's why I heard somebody say yesterday Nancy, Nancy Stanley said God had sent a lot of men in the full gospel assembly. A lot of churches you go in don't have nearly as many men as we do. God has sent a lot of young men in here. I want them to work for Christ. I want them to work for God while it's still time. The Bible says, Night cometh when no man can work. I thank God that we have this great country to serve him. We've had the freedom up to now. By and by, before the Antichrist makes a scene on this country, you're going to be denied somewhat to worship God. I believe that with my whole heart. Because peerless times is coming upon this land, upon this world. And I thank God that He is preparing us to meet Him. I want to go up in the rapture. How about you? You believe in the rapture? Praise God. I think we're going to go up seven years before Jesus makes His glorious appearing back sets his foot on land you ought to think about this Jesus loves you so much he was stretched out on that cross and he cried out as it finished that meant he did all that he could do for you